this finally be the year that lawmakers pass online or sports betting? I'm Tim Tarnell, joined on this edition of Political Update here on Atlanta News First and atlantanewsfirst.com. And we're joined by Robert Lenahan. He is a sports betting expert and writer and reporter and also editor of Sports Betting Dime. And Robert, you know, you point out in some information that you sent to us earlier that State Senator Bill Calcert, who is a Republican state senator, obviously here in Georgia, has introduced another bill that would allow online sports betting through a constitutional amendment. This is something he, he proposed last year and his Senate colleagues voted it down. A uh, constitutional amendment has to pass the legislature by two-thirds of a, of a majority vote rather than a simple majority. And Georgia being the politically divided state that it is among Republicans and Democrats is going to take a certain amount of bipartisanship and crossing the aisle to bring this forward. But what's different this year about, what is different in his approach this year as opposed to the one he took last year? Uh, well, uh, thank you. First of all, thank you very much for having me today. Uh, it's a pleasure to be talking some Georgia sports betting uh, with you this afternoon. Um, well, like you said, uh, Senator Bill Cousert, uh, he has introduced a bill um, that would legalize retail and online sports betting uh, in the Peach State through a constitutional amendment. Um, you had mentioned that it is similar legislation to what he uh, to something that he had introduced last year that was voted down uh, by the Senate. Um, as you mentioned, uh, a constitutional amendment uh, needs to be approved in uh, both houses uh, by a two thirds majority. Uh, and then if it is approved, uh, you know, it doesn't mean sports betting is going to be legal. Uh, it means that basically it will now or then I should say be in the hands of Georgia voters. Uh, if a constitutional amendment is approved, it would have to be approved before going into law by Georgia voters in the November general election. That's basically what Senator Cousert is trying to do again this year. Uh, last year, he had introduced some legislation that would uh, that tried to legalize sports betting and horse betting in the state uh, through a constitutional amendment. Um, I think that was um, a little too much gaming, a little uh, too a little too much of a new type of initiative uh, that a lot of senators couldn't get behind. Um, like you said, it, it was the, the majority of the senators did approve of the bill, but since it's a constitutional amendment, has to be approved by two thirds majority. I, I think it was, I think it received 30 uh, yes votes. It needed 38 to be approved. But basically, this year, Senator Kouser is going about it the same way. Uh, he's trying to legalize through a constitutional amendment. This document only legalizes sports betting, retail and online sports betting. Um, it would potentially allow for an unlimited amount of online sports betting licenses in the state. Uh, at a minimum, it would allow for six. Uh, so those would be for organizations that are found, I believe the uh, term he uses in the bill um they would be issued to qualified applicants that are able to meet the duties of a license holder 
under this chapter and that the commission determines will be best able to maximize revenues for the state. What kind of um, uh, uh, applicants those may be, uh, I, we're not sure yet. Uh, you know, I think in some legislation last year, you saw um, proposals being made where, you know, uh, Georgia professional sports teams could apply for licenses or arenas could apply for licenses. I think we're a little too early to see exactly what those potential bodies or license holders could be, but uh, we're still very early, like I said, in the process here. Um, one interesting sort of wrinkle in this bill that I haven't seen, you know, a, a whole lot of in my national coverage of sports betting is the proposed tax rate. There are actually two different proposed ta proposed tax rates in this bill. One is a 20% tax rate on adjusted gross income from uh, your normal wagers, you know, like your wagers on a spread or over-unders, things of that nature. However, there's a separate tax rate, a 25% tax rate on adjusted gross income for parlays, prop bets, and live bets. There's nothing like this anywhere else where sports betting is, is legalized. Typically, it's just one uniform rate for all types of bets. Uh, Senator Kausert is being pretty aggressive in my mind by setting a 25% tax rate on three of the most popular bets that a sports betting operator typically offers uh, uh, through an app. Uh, live bets, uh, as parlay bets especially, uh, and, par and prop bets are all extraordinarily popular bets and they make a lot of money for sports betting operators. It's interesting that he's choosing a higher rate for this. I mean, I think he obviously knows that this would result in additional revenues for the state. But, you know, that's definitely sort of an interesting wrinkle that I haven't seen anywhere else. Um, license fees would be set at uh, $100,000 in application fees and a million dollars annually to hold for an online sports betting operator. The uh, retail licenses would only be 10,000 at only, I should say, 10,000 app in application fees and 100,000 annually to hold. Um, this is the first bill of several, I'd expect, uh, in this legislative session. Um, it's really going to the, the, the big differences between bills is you're going to see, you know, if the sports teams get involved again. Last year, they were behind an effort uh, of a bill that simply tried to legalize sports betting through just a, a regular piece of legislation. It, it did not require constitutional amendment. Uh, and, and that's kind of where we're going to be this year. Um, there are two pretty big camps of people that want to see sports betting legalized, but uh, several or, or many think that it needs a constitutional amendment. Many think it can simply be passed by a regular piece of legislation without a constitutional amendment. So that's kind of where we are right now. Um, as I said, I expect several other bills to be coming, but you know, Senator Kausert is definitely a proponent of sports betting, and it's going to be interesting to see if he can rally a little more support this year for what he's proposing. And this is the second year in a row that we've covered this issue here at Atlanta Needs First. I remember last year, right around the time that the General Assembly was convening here in Georgia, that fan people opened up a, a large technology or tech hub in the heart of Midtown Atlanta. And that kind of led a lot of us to speculate 
hey, maybe fans will know something that the rest of us don't, or that they're really confident that online sports betting is going to become a thing here in Georgia. But, I mean, in your mind, did what Fangio opened up last year, did that really signify something to you that this was going to be eventually a done deal here in Georgia? Or was it just simply because Atlanta is a great place for a tech uh, technology hub to be located? Well, that's a great question. Um and I don't want to get hopes up here, but I, I think it's more of the latter. I, I believe it's just Georgia is a great place to open, uh, uh, is a is very inviting state for tech opportunities. Um, you know, they opened it last year. Uh, there, you know, sports betting legislation didn't really go a whole lot of anywhere last year. And, you know, if I'm being honest, uh, I, I, I really don't put the odds of Georgia legalizing something this year uh, a, a, a much greater than it was last year. Um, I, I, I think that there are still a lot, there's still a big divide, uh, like I mentioned before, of how a legalization, uh, of what form of legalization this should take. Um, you know, there are two big parties. Like I said, some think a constitutional amendment is necessary. Others think that the Georgia lottery can run sports betting on their own, uh, that it does not need to have a constitutional amendment. Um, until you see these two parties and, and proponents of sports betting as a whole really come to an agreement on the best way to legalize this, I, I think that's going to give the best chance. I, I think when you have these sort of two different sects, these, these dividing uh, groups, I, I don't put the chances of a bill passing, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't think the chances are great, to be honest with you. As we have continued to report on the issue, as I recall, Georgia's law actually, and this is for, for one of the state representatives who we've spoken with, uh, Ron Stevens down in Savannah, who is a big proponent of sports betting in Georgia. He actually told me that on any form of gambling or gaming in the state of Georgia, constitutionally or by law, has to be run by the Georgia Lottery. And you see these just vast sums, hundreds of millions of dollars being generated across the country. And the Georgia Lottery is expressly directed to use all remedies for Georgia's higher educational system or the, the Hope Lottery or the Hope Scholarship, rather. How can Georgia lawmakers continue to haggle over minute details when you're looking at just an influx of hundreds of millions of dollars potentially into Georgia's educational system. Well, you're right. I mean, it certainly is a lot of revenue that the state is missing out on by not having legalized sports betting. Because um, let, let's be honest, sports betting is happening in Georgia right now, whether people want to admit it or not. Unregulated sports betting is happening in every single state in this country. Uh, there are offshore there are offshore sports books that don't pay taxes. You know the states make no money uh, from their operation that anyone can sign up for right now. So let let's just be honest and let's say that yeah, it is happening right now, and they are missing out on millions of dollars in revenue. Um, I I think the problem is right now. 
I, I think legislators are worried that if they pass a piece of legislation or if they pass a bill that does not require a constitutional amendment, I think the big worry is that it's going to be challenged in the courts, that you could see this held up uh, for years to come by people that think that a constitutional amendment is absolutely necessary. Um, it's, it's certainly passing a standalone piece of legislation is certainly would be, you know, in a vacuum, we would taking out all considerations of uh, legal matters or court proceedings. It would be the quicker way to launch sports betting in Georgia. I mean, you could get something done and you've seen it happen. You know, you've seen it happen in Kentucky. Uh, uh, you saw it happen um, uh, uh, in Massachusetts where you can sign a bill into law and then sports betting is up and running within six months um, with a constitutional amendment. You know, you're having to wait until November. You're probably not going to see a launch until mid 2025, late 2025. So the, the, the camps uh, that have the, the two differing opinions of how it should be legalized, you know, the, the standalone piece of legislation without amendment is definitely a, an easier way to do it, but it poses more risk. Uh, you, it could be held up in the courts uh, by opponents of sports betting that think it needs to be approved by a constitutional amendment. And then those that think it should be approved by a constitutional amendment, you're also you're putting it, you know, at the hands of the voters. The voters might not think this is a good idea. The voters, you know, it's not some foregone conclusion that they're going to vote in favor of an amendment, that they're going to vote in favor of sports betting. You saw California, California voters roundly vote down an initiative two years ago in the state. So it's no given. And then if it is approved, you're not going to see a launch until potentially late 2025. So, you know, I, I don't know if it's minute details, but I, I think what needs to be done is pro proponents of sports betting all need to agree on the best vehicle to move this forward for any chance of this to be legalized. And until that happens, I, I really put the odds of anything happening with sports betting in Georgia very low. I, I just can't see it happening. Point blank question. Will we ever see regulated sports betting in Georgia? I think you'll definitely see regulated sports betting in Georgia. Uh, there's too much money uh, at stake. There's too much money at stake for education, for the state in general. Um, I, I, I think, as I've said, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but you know, I think eventually everyone's going to get on board with the proper way that they think is the best way to legalize in Georgia. You know, you're going to have, you might need to see some more, some more backroom wheeling and dealing this session uh, before something concrete comes about. But I, I will think, look, you're not Utah. Okay. You're not as, as conservative as Utah. Uh, so I think eventually there will be a regulated Georgia sports betting market. Uh, I don't know if it'll be this year. I, I think there's an outside chance it could happen this year, somehow, some way. I think next year is probably a better chance. I, I, I like the chances of legalization in 2025 mm -hmm. with some more conversation this year uh, in the legislative session. But um, yeah, I, I think the odds are that you will see within, let's say within the next, three to five years, you will see a regulated sports betting market in Georgia. Well, this is just one of the most fascinating issues that we're continuing to follow here at, La at Atlanta News First with our comprehensive uh, legislative coverage. 
Thanks to Robert Lenahan, sports betting expert and, and reporter and editor of Sports Betting Dime. Thanks all of you for watching this edition of Political Update here on Atlanta News First and AtlantaNewsFirst.com.